This is Anshu Bahanda on Wellness Curated. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. My mission is to empower you with health and wellness so that you can then go and empower others. Welcome, Shakiba. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Last time you were on the chat, I mean, you had a particular view about what wellness was. Given the year we've had, has your view on wellness changed? So um, wellness for me has always been healthy mind, emotions, body. All three are connected. And in, as homeopaths, we are always looking at the causative, which is uh, mind-related. And this year has, has had a lot of stresses with this pandemic and it's created havoc in pe- people's lives in many ways. Stress and anxiety um, that leads, leads to the mind being unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And this can, be, and, and I've seen lots of clients having insomnia, headaches, and, and they uh, uh, also gut is- issues. There's a gut brain connection mm-hmm. via a nerve called the vagus nerve. Mm-hmm. The whole gut is full of nerve endings. And when you have negative emotions and you are uh, anxious and you have stresses, inevitably your gut will be affected. Mm -hmm. So as a result, you're not absorbing nutrients. Nutrients are needed for various functions of the body. And you will uh, experience uh, various symptoms according to which nutrients are lacking. So uh, when you ask what has changed, I would say that the emphasis to uh, achieve a state of wellness would be to keep a healthy mind and uh, looking positive, looking towards uh, happier uh, times Mm -hmm. and rather than having a gloom and uh, doom attitude. And now we have, we have light at the end of the tunnel. We have vaccines. We can look at many other positive things in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Wellness to you now is about keeping a healthy mind. Definitely great emphasis on that. Oh, great lovely. emphasis on that. And of course, coupled with uh, healthy eating and uh, lifestyle. Okay, lovely. Definitely. That goes hand in hand. So I know you've studied lots of things. Why did you choose to combine what you mostly do, which is nutrition with homeopathy and bioresonance? So basically, when uh, I was about 20, I was in medical college. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I got married, had children. So I, I left medicine. But my whole idea was to help people get better. Mm-hmm. So and, and after having three kids, I realized that the way forward was to help the body heal itself. Mm-hmm. And that's what homeopathy and other alternative complementary health practices do. Right. And I looked into homeopathy and I, I, I said, that's the way forward. So I became a homeopath over here in 1997. Mm-hmm. And as I was getting clients, I realized that only homeopathic remedies didn't really help if they were uh, eating unhealthy mm-hmm. and not having the right lifestyle. So I would give basic information and, and the client would get better. Many times I would give a placebo right. uh, in homeopathy. So that's where I said nutrition definitely has to go together. So I studied nutrition and I was doing both. In the meantime, I came across the bioresonance device mm-hmm. called Asira, which I talked about last time. Maybe a lot of the people listening weren't there. And that has nutrition and homeopathy. Uh, it's programmed in there. Yes. So it was ideal for a person like me. Mm-hmm. And that helps me 
uh, also get some more information about the client. For example, their food sensitivity tests, there are nutrition deficiency tests I can do in there. So coupled with what my consultation is after extensive questioning, right. which you will probably fill a question and come, then I will use the bioresism as an added tool and combine all these three things and, uh, and devise a plan for the client. Okay. So tell me, and you see a lot of clients, right, every day. Has it, the issues that people have been coming to in 2020, are they different from before? Is there one or two things which people are focusing on? There are a lot of uh, stress issues. People haven't been able to travel as yes. they used to. Yeah. They, are, they are stuck at home. They are being made to make uh, their home food, which they probably never did. Most people went out two to three, three times a week, socializing, mm -hmm. pubs, bars, uh, you know, restaurants. So the uncertainty in the papers and the media didn't help us at all either. So I, what, uh, for myself, I just said, I've got to stop watching all that and, and look towards positive things that I can do. Changing the way you live, uh, working from home, you know, all these things. So, the, the, you know, these, the, the media and all didn't help because it caused negative emotions. So you've got to look towards uh, actually positive things in your life. And I found that, yes, definitely, there was a lot of uh, issues that uh, were stress and anxiety related, which affected the body. Like I said, the biggest nerve mm -hmm. is connects the body. And what happens that you go into fight and flight mode when you are stressed and anxious. And that you, what happens, it closes, it shuts the digestion down because it's, uh, it's, it wants to conserve the energy right. to be used uh, because it's, uh, it's, face, it's, it's facing a, a stressful situation. Right. So as a result, you're not absorbing the nutrients and, and your body breaks down. Yeah. And many times it's, uh, it's, it starts with uh, IBS mm -hmm. and not mm -hmm. absorbing and then it can lead to various issues, yeah. skin breakouts, yeah. uh, etc. Right. Yeah. And um, so, you know, last year, a number of people in the first lockdown and the second lockdown complained about putting on excess weight because they weren't moving as much. They, were, they said, we're home, so we're next to a kitchen, we're eating more. And then towards the end, towards the holiday time, combined with stresses of another lockdown, it just seems to have gotten enhanced. So there is a lot, a lot of concern about weight at the moment. What, what tools can you give people? What advice do you have people, for people for that? So I'll give the basic uh, advice that I give to a lot of my clients. So I just jotted a few points down that I gave and people can either make notes and all, but it must be remembered. It has to be very individualized and each person has got a different metabolic rate. So there could be things like uh, you, you need to first, when I get a client, I do check their, their, their blood test because it could be something uh, hormonal based like thyroid or something where you're putting on weight. But as, as uh, if you don't have issues and, and you want to know some sort of, uh, you know, some uh, points, pointers, I will give you some. There are many diets that are going around. There's a 5-2 diet, you eat for five days, your diet for two. There's an Atkins diet, there's a keto diet, mm -hmm. intermittent fasting, whatever actually works for you. Everybody's different. So there's no, uh, there's no rule for everyone, which, I, which is universal. But avoiding sugars, mm -hmm. white is poison. That is my line first, I, and, and refined grains. Instead, eat fruits, vegetables, beans, lentils, whole grains. Mediterranean-style diet is great. The other main, I mean, this is quite general, mm -hmm. but the main thing that I focus on is let, 
in between meals, do not eat. Try and fast in between meals. Mm -hmm. Let your body use your fat for energy in between meals. Okay. So, and so, so the idea is not to snack. Many times the stomach is rumbling and that my Ayurvedic training tells me that the stomach doesn't always rumble for food. Mm. It, rum it, it may be water that you need and 90% and of the time it needs the water. If you've had a full meal at breakfast, lunch and dinner, then you will not need food in between. So the snacking should be out. So, so, so water intake food would be much better to uh, have and let your uh, body use fat for energy. Um, intermittent fasting, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be wanting to ask me about that. So it doesn't always work for everyone, mm -hmm. but maximum it has been working. That's the new way that everybody's looking mm -hmm. at right now. Lim limit the hours of the day when you eat and for best effect, use it earlier in the day. So like, for example, you would start at 10 and stop at 6. Okay, so you would have your three meals within that time. If you want to have two meals, that's up to you. It's the way you want to uh, do your intermittent. And after 6 p.m., no snacking either. But if you want to make it like late, you want to eat at 8 and you've started maybe 12. If it works for you, it works for you. But make sure there's a four-hour window between the last meal and sleeping. Okay. So because if you eat after that, the excess sugar gets turned into fat mm -hmm. and it gets stored at fat. So that's your extra, extra weight. Eating proteins, which each meal will keep your hunger pangs down because protein takes longer to digest right. and thus sustain your blood sugar levels. Because when blood sugar levels fall, that's when you feel hungry. And that's when I, the hunger pangs. And uh, the other one, which is, uh, which is a really important one that I give out as advice, is input and output. Mm -hmm. What you put into the body, mm -hmm. if you do not work it out, then that will be stored as fat. Right. So here, it's exercise is key. So keep moving. Keep moving your body. Keep moving your mind. Mind exercise is really important yeah. to keep, keep your interest going. Make, make, make pointers. Make, uh, set goals. Mm -hmm. keep, keep yourself busy. I wake up, my diary is full. And it starts getting full from the day before. Before I sleep, I'll have my points to do for the next day. So there's never a day. My husband always tells me, even if she has nothing to do, she has plenty to do. <laughs> so, so these are the main pointers that I, uh, I give for, uh, for uh, helping with weight. Okay. And besides intermittent fasting, of all these diets which are going on, is there one that you would choose over the other for your clients? So, so for me, intermittent somehow doesn't work. I wake up, I'm hungry. I want right. to eat. So that shows a healthy digestion as well. Mm -hmm. So always the people who don't like to eat first thing in the morning, there's, uh, I mean, either you eat late at night or, or sometimes your body actually gets used to it without mm -hmm. food till late. So if you want one of those intermittent works. But for me, what works, I know that you're going to ask me this question later, but maybe I can expand further. But uh, basically, I have a breakfast and then I don't eat anything till lunch. If I feel hungry, I'll go and have water. Or I'll make a herbal tea. So, so that and then and then you don't eat till till dinner, which is an early dinner. Right. I eat by about six thirty seven. So in between that, if I feel hungry, I, I may because from one to six, seven is a long time. So five hours gap between meals is actually ideal. Okay. And uh, because to help the gut bacteria also. Uh, have a rest and do it and do their work. Otherwise, they get confused when you keep on putting in food in the mouth. Okay. So, so, so fasting between meals and not eating carbs after six p.m. Okay. I mean, these two things, if you remember, right. it can help and, and portion control to a certain extent. Don't don't eat so much that you feel, oh my god, I'm not going to eat for the next five hours. Right. So 
Give your plate and do not go for seconds. Okay, interesting. Do not go for seconds. For a few points. Yeah, actually, I find points. I make that mistake a lot. I'll take a little bit, then I'll take a little bit more, and by the end of it, I've lost track of how much I've eaten. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And tell me, um, what advice now? So, from what you've told me, right? Basically, if the if you're stressed, when there's stress and anxiety, then everything breaks down. That's when you put on weight. You know this whole. this whole gut brain connection and all that so what would you advise what tools and advice to give people for stress and anxiety and how can nutrition help here and how can homeopathy help here okay so basically i i do uh, i do a lot of counseling when when the client comes in so i do advise mindfulness in whichever form it works for you Uh, there there's an app called headspace yes. there's calm maybe that works for me i started using headspace and that relaxed me you know and and uh, you forget about everything else for that time mm-hmm. there's yoga uh, w- whatever works for you uh, go for a walk in fresh air listen to music look look at nature mm-hmm. be grateful look at what's around you you know so i know you've had other therapists talk about this but for, i just feel this goes so much hand in hand mm-hmm. with the nutrition mm-hmm. so i will tell you all the nutritional tools but this is really important to keep your mind healthy whether it's a zoom call with friends whether it's a zumba class that you do make make set goals and decide what you're going to do and 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 what you will enjoy and uh, uh, and for me a uh, zoom call with friends to 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 voice your anxieties and you'll find that everybody else has that and that is becomes like a support group and you feel better after that i'm sure that uh, i'm sure you do these things now when nutrition goes i'm going to go slightly more technical here so uh, here there there are four happy hormones S- uh, serotonin mm-hmm. dopamine endorphins and oxytocin so i'm going to concentrate now i i'll explain to the others but i will explain to you about something called serotonin and melatonin okay. i'm sure a lot of your your the people who are listening know about have heard about melatonin mm-hmm. and they may even have bought tablets to uh, have to either relax or to help them sleep yes. so so basically these two the precursor for this is something an amino acid called tryptophan what i'm amino acids amino acids are building blocks of protein. proteins mm-hmm. so basically protein protein uh, one of the the building blocks of protein is called tryptophan mm-hmm. and this uh, naturally in your body converts to serotonin and then to melatonin okay. serotonin is a happy hormone melatonin is a relaxing hormone okay. and this should be running in a normal way in your body now because of the stress and anxieties these tend to run low and uh, the thing to do is to have uh tryptophan containing foods what are tryptophan containing foods so the the the, the protein um, which are high in tryptophan whole milk maybe some of you can't have whole milk canned tuna turkey mm-hmm. chicken oats cheese you could also then have a supplement called 5h tp which is quite okay, so this is right chakiva at the moment there's a lot it is of it is and i think if you and 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 you were also saying that in a health farm they had mentioned yes, that yes viva so maya they mentioned it to me so so that is tryptophan what i just told okay. you so that's that's just you're giving the precursor for the body to produce melatonin and serotonin naturally so you would have this an hour before sleeping and and, and the pee just to reinstate it's not a medicine right it's a supplement correct not a medicine it's a supplement it's a pro, it's an amino acid that you're putting into your body which is protein okay. 
based and what they've done is they've isolated that so i like to use if you want to you ask for companies so i use a company called cytoplan because it's food based okay. there are others called wild nutrition so i like to use food based what are food based supplements are ones which are made from actual foods yes. so they take the tryptophan out of the food they freeze right and they put it into a little tablet form so it's not a medicine it's a supplement made from foods and the ideal time to have it is uh, in the evenings but you could have it in the mornings too no harm it will calm you then there's another uh, supplement called amentella made by a company called nutramedics okay. you can these are come in drop of form it's homeopathic right. and you can have it many times in the day so the two supplements you recommended are 5htp and yes. amentella yes okay and I'll yes see. yes and Yes, and I was talking about the other, the, the other hormones, which were one was endorphins. Mm -hmm. As many of you you may be knowing that endorphins is the happy hormone mm -hmm. that is produced when you exercise, mm -hmm. and exercise is very necessary for diet as well as you know. And uh, do ten thousand steps a day. Uh, you could do a class at home, whatever. But what, whenever you finish that, you do. Don't you come back feeling happy? That is yes. the endorphins that are released, and that's the happy hormone. So that's another one to help. beat your anxiety and stress okay. and then there's oxytocin which is like a uh, basically it comes out when you are delivering a baby or you're uh, breastfeeding but oh, you hug someone that isn't exactly yeah, yeah. i was just about even you hug someone so that's so the warm the, the love so i just feel that when you're with a friend so whether it's on zoom or something you you get feelings of yes you know i love that so that's a happy hormone so that's being in contact with humans yeah. and uh, with uh, besides your family your friends that's really important because we are lacking that in this lockdown period in this day of 4 uh, which are one you are in mm. and then dopamine is also a happy hormone the fourth one that i wanted to talk about and that's also comes from a uh, 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 amino acid called tyrosine okay. again protein so increase your protein based okay. foods so besides being uh, um, uh, sustaining your blood sugar with for your diet it also helps with your moods So protein is a very important so part of your diet. So tell me what proteins here would you recommend for dopamine? So here uh, so, so so for dopamine there's a lot of protein from uh, eggs soya based uh, legumes mm -hmm. these are some of the examples. Okay, okay so any protein yeah. is so, fine. So, so so tyrosine tyrosine based tyrosine so you, based you, uh, tyrosine okay. based proteins. Okay love it. You're always mm. glowing you're always oh. looking slim. So you always do kind you give us your secret formula my first formula is i need to talk to you every day <laughs> to feel good <laughs> i think that gives me my dopamine hit well uh, for me I, i think we had a chat about this i actually weigh myself every day okay because i know you i do as well and, yes and that a, a lot a lot of the health farms say you don't yeah, do I it, hope but no one from the government is listening to this because i get told off every time i go there but <laughs> maybe one of the viva my people i might get a call from them but that is somehow worked for me mm. because i feel that why not have a cheat day okay i feel that i i let my clients have their cheat day that you know just by for being healthy doesn't mean you have yuck food mm. you know you may mm. not like but you uh, once in a while if you have a pizza or whatever but if i weigh myself i do find mm. that the next day the weight does go mm. up so that keeps you in check in I my agree. opinion that's what i you know? feel too and then and and then and then you just cut down in, in a mm. day i mean that's what the 52 diet is basically doing it's letting you eat what you want for the five within two days you fast mm. so the weighing myself every day has worked for me i drink plenty of water in between meals i keep myself hydrated i have something called apple cider vinegar every mm -hmm. day that keeps my digestion and skin uh 
being in a healthy uh, form. I'm very regular with my exercise. Maybe I'm a health freak there because I love my exercise. I love the endorphins. I come from a family where my parents both are on antidepressants okay. and I really didn't want to go down that route. Right. One, one way out of that route, which I didn't talk about, which is really important, is also vitamin D. Yes. And you get that from natural yeah. sunlight. So that it is much better to get it from sunlight rather than from pills. But there's never enough sunlight in London. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. many people from London have joined. But, uh, but uh, so that's why you do need No, but even in places what like you... India, I find people are getting into cars. You know, they're not walking around yes. so much. So, And can I tell you, Asians, we are all lacking in vitamin D because we have naturally uh, a pigment in our skin which actually uh, uh, prevents the absorption because right. we are supposed to be in the sun. Yeah. We are dark yeah. because the God has made us yeah. like this so that the, it prevents the, uh, the harmful effects of the sun. So, so vitamin D. But uh, just a little word of caution. Do not go around buying uh, thousands of five and ten thousands and having daily because you've got to watch your levels. That's why I always see a blood report with the, before I recommend the dosage of the vitamin C. And another thing about sunlight is that it's very important, the sunlight for your circadian rhythm. Circadian rhythm is your sleep-waking cycle right. so you need you need to get out to natural light in this hot in this cold weather it's minus one sometimes outside okay. these days i still put on my warm clothes and i'm out there it's very important to get sunlight the pupils mm -hmm. need to uh, change for the sunlight to come uh, be absorbed so i get out every day uh, i keep uh, going off track from your question i'm trying to stick to that and no but you're uh, giving us all uh, your secret formulas so it's great <laughs> And and then, of course, uh, portion control. I try my best to not have. And uh, I, I do limit carbs at night. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever I have suggested is I try to implement. Okay. Practice what you preach is my motto for sure. Okay. And uh, immune boosting supplements. I'll just say a quick yes. word here. Yes. Very important to have to keep your health uh, in optimum form. So right. my, my uh, four go to, uh, to go are uh, at this point with this pandemic, which is all over, uh, vitamin C, 1,000 milligrams. Mm -hmm. And what I like is the liposomal sort. Mm -hmm. and my favorite mm -hmm. is Ultrian C. Yes, which is, that's a very uh, good Because one. liposomal yeah. means it goes straight into the bloodstream. I have that daily. Uh, zinc, uh, a good multivitamin, a probiotic to keep your gut bacteria in optimal form because uh, it's uh, the uh, imbalance causes something called dysbiosis. And imbalance is largely due to stresses. Mm -hmm. And again, mm -hmm. the, 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 the gut-brain connection. And a good fish oil. Fish oil is omega-3, which is really essential mm -hmm. because we cannot get enough from the diet. Yes, agreed. So, so would you recommend a fish oil for that or would you recommend something like flaxseed oil for that? So flaxseed is uh, mostly for uh, my vegetarian clients mm -hmm. because they won't have the fish oils. Uh, fish oil uh, from fish is a definitely higher dosage of, uh, of and more absorbable of the uh, omega-3. Okay. And uh, flaxseed is very important. We're talking about flaxseed. Flaxseed powder, I have one tablespoon per day uh, because it's not only omega-3 there, there's fiber. Mm -hmm. And there's something called phytoestrogens which are plant-based estrogens, mm -hmm. and they are really important for perimenopausal and menopausal women. Okay, so I'm, I'm post, mm -hmm. sorry to say, I, my age coming out. You don't look it, but, but yeah. No, but, uh, but I've sailed through menopause, having this one tablespoon per day, giving you all these very essential ingredients. Okay, okay. So you're saying oh. you, you've had both flaxseed as well as fish oil, both.
I have both. Okay. I actually have tax. I have it in, in the powder form. I put it on my porridge every day. Okay. So I have that daily. Yes. So the, these two are, are necessary. If you are not being able to have uh, fish oil, then a good uh, flaxseed oil supplements there. They're good ones available as well. Okay. Fabulous. And, um, you know, during lockdown, we've had now we've had in different mm. countries this long periods of more or less lockdown. What mistakes mm. have you seen people make? And again, We've recently had lockdown combined with um, holidays, which is a really lethal combination, I think. I think you, uh, that people have let this anxiety get to them and they haven't uh, made efforts to be, uh, do positive things. So, uh, so again, uh, my advice would be to set goals, think of something that you would like to do the next day, whether it's a course, whether it's a new skill. Uh, it's very important to be looking forward rather than looking at the doom and gloom. Oh my God, my friend has COVID, now it's going to get to me. You start imagining you have it. And then of course, the other thing where food and nutrition goes, comfort eating. This ha and, 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 and the mistakes people have made to keep the wrong food in the house. Mm -hmm. Don't keep it at arm's length that you will go for that find out healthy recipes make make little uh, the, the little things that from oats and healthy uh, ingredients nuts and and make your own snacks and i'm saying don't snack but this could be like a dessert mm. and for you and, uh, and 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 try not and and try to go uh, for the foods that you know are going to be beneficial for your health and okay. body okay and lastly what advice do you have for the clients and then we we'll take what questions from the clients. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I will repeat again. Set goals for yourself. Do it. Think positive. Uh, make, make lists of all the things that you would like to do, which you haven't had time. Enjoy this time of bonding with your family, with friends on Zoom, looking at the positive rather than the negative. Um, be grateful every day. Write yeah. down a few things, what you're grateful about. You know, you will yeah. find your life will change. Go out, no, I admire agree. the beauty yeah. of nature, you know, be thankful. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I'm a big believer in gratitude. I've seen it change people's yeah. lives. It's incredible. Yes, it will. It, yeah. But it will. But you've got to channel your thinking towards that. You yeah. know, it's very yeah. easy to you know, think negative. Yeah. And also, that, it, once uh, you start living in gratitude, life just changes. It just changes. It's, it changes. Yeah. changed for yeah. a lot of people, including yeah. me. Lovely. And what's your view on pure essential oils for weight loss? Uh, pure essential oils. Uh, they help you because they basically relax you. So, so um, I, I'm, not, I'm not really uh, into essential oils uh, besides uh, them relaxing you and calming you. So that would be helping you in weight loss because then you would think clearly and you would choose the right uh, way forward, whether it's food, whether it's exercise, whether it's to keep your mind healthy. Okay. How do we consume fruit if we don't eat it, if we don't eat between meals? You know, if you can't eat it as a snack, how would you recommend people consume fruit? So I, I, I would actually prefer you have fruit before meals. Before a meal is the best time because fruit after a meal would sit on your food and it would ferment and give you gastrointestinal issues like gas mm -hmm. and flatulence. So uh, I would give it or, or you could uh, basically I know Ayurveda says do not f mix fruit with vegetables. I have my fruit in the mornings. If you ask me how I have my fruit, I, have, I put it on my porridge with okay. oats. So it's a good combination to have with uh, uh, oats made in water 
and uh, put some fruits. Mm -hmm. I put berries. So try and have low, if you're watching your weight, then you have low fat fruits such as uh, blueberries, blackberries. The darker colored fruits are rich in antioxidants and bioflavonoids, which are good for antioxidants. You know, all the pollutants that you're taking in, it uh, helps fight that. That's, those are antioxidants, the free radicals that you take in. Then I put one tablespoon of flaxseed powder in there. And then I put one little bit of um, cinnamon. Mm -hmm. Cinnamon helps with your blood sugar. Mm -hmm. And uh, a couple of walnuts and a few uh, almonds that I've soaked the night before because this is easier to digest. So that gives you your protein. So okay. always mix protein uh, with carbs, I was telling you. So that's how I would do it. Okay, fabulous. Well, you know, when you're trying to lose weight, what is a good weight to be losing, say, per week or per month? Because there's one amount that is too much and then that's water weight and you put it on very quickly. So what that's should true. one be aiming for? So basically too much weight loss at one go, like a lot of the health farms, they put you onto this fasting diet. Mm -hmm. And what happens, you lose like five to seven kilos in a week and you come back. But that's, that, that doesn't stay down. Mm -hmm. Slowly you will go back to the, to the weight yes. you started yes. with. So slow and steady is the way to lose. So I would say uh, a kilo a week, mm -hmm. a kilo in 10 days. And slow, slow weight loss is way better than a drastic weight loss. Okay. But, uh, but it all depends on which stage of life you are at. What happens around menopause and later, your metabolism naturally slows down. Mm -hmm. So you will also lose less. Uh, as compared to when you were younger, because yes. your metabolic rate is it's so much, much higher. Faster. Like you stop eating one day mm. and then you've lost like two pounds. Yeah. You know, I said, wow, you know, but, but uh, I find that it takes me much longer to lose the weight now than compared. And also your food intake needs to go down after a certain time. So you have to be monitored, but keep in mind the other factors such as thyroid and other hormonal issues may, which may be impacting the weight. That is why you need to go to a skilled practitioner. Mm -hmm. We'll keep all that in mind rather than going to the, to, uh, doing a drastic uh, diet mm -hmm. on your own. Okay. Are you an advocate so, against dairy as well? So uh, pretty much, but the odd dairy here and there is fine uh, because dairy only because it comes from cows Cows are, yeah. are being given antibiotics. Dairy has been proven to, uh, to cause inflammatory reactions, if not compound something that you've already had. Yeah. So I would rather go for sheep's and goats mm -hmm. uh, products. So, so dairy has got to do with cows. So you can have, like, for example, uh, your goats or sheep's yogurt, which is also higher in probiotics. Mm -hmm. Okay. So okay. Lovely. This. Lovely. Thank you, Chakiba. Thank you for being here. Thank okay. you for having me. Thank you. Bye, Anshu. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the Wellness Curated podcast. Please subscribe and tell your friends and family about it. And here's to you leading your best life.